What's up? What's up? What's going on, guys? <clears throat> what time is it? What's today? What's today? What's today? Today's Friday. Well, technically, it's Saturday. It is 1.02 a.m. where I'm at. Um, chilling out, drinking a glass of milk. My butt should be in bed, but I'm on here. I'm going to see who is available. We could shoot the shit, talk some MMA, <clears throat> talk about whatever. You know how we do. You know, you know how we do. Um, I saw, <clears throat> not MMA related, but I posted this in the community section. Um, unless if you count space martial arts, <laughs> uh, I saw Predator Prey. <clears throat> I don't even know what a, what installment this is to the Predator franchise, but uh, it was pretty badass. It was pretty good. Let me check some settings. Let's see. Sorry, sorry. Um, I hate coughing in the mic, but as I always say, my damn asthma. We got Will Butler. What's up, Will? What's going on? We got Steve. What's going on, Steve? Just ranting, bro. Dude, so you're a big Predator fan. So am I. Um, the first movie is an absolute classic to me. Um, I'm old enough. I'm a dinosaur, Jesus. But I'm old enough to have seen it in a theater. I was a little kid. And, um, yeah, it's like one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time. Like I love all types of movies. I love movies with great acting, great story, cinematography. Um, but predator it's it's up there, you know, I mean, it's not Schindler's list, you know, that's another one of my favorite films, but predators up there. I think it came out in 87, uh, aliens, James Cameron's aliens, that's up there. Robocop, the original. Come on, guys. I'm actually going to go see, um, go see. I'm supposed to meet Peter Weller, the Robocop actor, uh, come November. So I'm pretty stoked. I'm going to try to get um, a signed figure or something like that. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> we got Torn in the room. Torn says, what's up, Sammy Sosa? <laughs> Never heard that one, man. What's going on, Torn? <coughs> MP put something up, but I think uh, something happened with YouTube. I don't know. So what's up, guys? What are you guys up to? How's how's my mic coming in? I always ask that because I want to make sure it's coming in clear. And I'm going to try to control my asthma and coughing. I'm going to try. I definitely probably got 30 minutes. Going to try to push it to an hour, the usual live. So let's see, guys. <clears throat> Steve says, um, Alien, Aliens are two of the best films I've, I have seen. hundred <clears throat> percent, man. Eight, two different types of films like Alien is, uh, a suspense thriller, like sci-fi horror. And, uh, Aliens is just one of the greatest sci-fi horror action movies of all time. And it's got, it's so smart, man. Like people think, people that don't get Aliens think it's just like some dumbass like action movie, 80s action movie. It's deep, you know, um, there was like parallels to like Vietnam, you know, with the aliens being like low tech and uh, overcoming you by numbers. <clears throat> and then the Marines, you know, representing, you know, like uh, <clears throat> the more modern uh, countries in, in the U.S. basically with the high tech weaponry and they were getting their ass kicked. <clears throat> it's, it Aliens is top 10, top 10. We got the casual. What's up, casual? What's going on, man? <sighs> Just talking uh, MMA, movies, whatever, whatever. I'm trying to win some money, man. That dude that was claiming, that was saying I was a liar. I never laced gloves. I never put gloves on. I never trained. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Put your money where your mouth is. Please hop in the live. Let's do this. Let's do like, let's do a $500 bet. I'll bet my channel that I can provide proof, but he won't show. He took off. Once I started throwing up some media, crickets just disappeared, but let's just move on. Let's move on for that, guys, because <clears throat> we're going to get those weird trolls, those weird people, these haters. All right. Um, casual says, casual says, what up? Olivera kicking some ass soon. <coughs> Bro, man, look like the fan base. It's like 50-50 divided. Like, I'm seeing, like, a lot of Islam fans, like, they're just saying that. It's it's funny. It's funny. I'll say this. I don't really see a lot of in-between. 
like people are not saying, oh, it's going to be like an even fight. I'm seeing either Islam Makachev beats up Charles Oliveira or Charles Oliveira whoops on Islam. That That's what I'm seeing. It's like totally divided. I think it, it can go either way. You know, I, I that's what makes the fight so exciting because nobody really knows what the hell is going to happen. You know, Charles is... <clears throat> Charles has evolved so much. His stand-up is so dangerous at this point. Um, he could definitely catch uh, Islam on the feet, 100%. We could break this fight down. This is so layered. <clears throat> so Charles could catch Islam on the feet for sure, for sure. As far as the ground, Charles is probably the most dangerous BJJ player that's ever graced the octagon. There's guys that are... Um, technically better on paper you know you got like Damian Maya like more accolades a uh, few few other guys that I can't really think of right now but <clears throat> Gilbert Burns is up there too um this guy that whooped on Frank Mir back in the day after he came back from his uh, motorcycle accident uh potted pano something like that but he's old school he was pretty highly decorated <clears throat> and um where was I getting? Oh, yeah. So, Charles, I mean, so there's like sport BJJ and there's MMA BJJ. The same way uh, George St. Pierre was arguably the best MMA wrestler, but he didn't have the credentials of like a Josh Koscheck, you know, all these like standout wrestlers that have been wrestling their whole life, but he beat them in the MMA realm. And um, GSP didn't have a wrestling background. He kind of like learned on the job, as they say. So... You know, mixed martial arts with the strikes, with the ground and pound, with everything that's involved with MMA, like, changes so much. And um, Charles is like, you know, guys have been more decorated than him, but <clears throat> he's the most dangerous BJJ player. Like, numbers don't lie. He's got the most submissions, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> so, what's Islam's game? <clears throat> now, Islam, to me, is more evolved than Habib. Some people think I'm crazy for saying that, but I really believe that he has more potential. I think he's more evolved at this point. He's so comfortable standing. It's like <clears throat> Islam doesn't shy away from striking. He's embraced it. He's dived in. He's becoming a competent striker, which makes him more dangerous because there's no desperation to get it to the mat. <clears throat> so if you analyze Islam's game, for the most part, he still wants to get the fight to the mat and maintain top position and ground and pound the hell out of people. And if he does that with Charles, if he gets Charles down, gets Charles on his back, um, he may be opening up Pandora's box, you know? Maybe Oliveira makes something happen on the ground. Maybe he snatches something up. Maybe he sweeps him, you know, and just dominates on the mat with his BJJ. He's that good. <clears throat> so, but on the other hand, Islam's a big... Um, He's a big 155-er, and um, hold on one sec, guys. He's a big lightweight. He's strong as hell. His striking is ever-improving. He's dangerous on the feet as well. I mean, he not, he may not be as dangerous as, like, Charles Oliveira or some of these, like, pure strikers, but he's getting there, and I do believe he could he can knock people out. Off the top of my head, I don't know how many knockouts he has on his resume, like, from pure strikes, <coughs> but it wouldn't surprise me if he has a few already. But, you know, Islam could hang with Oliveira on the feet. He could hang just enough, knock a KO, get a hold of Charles, drag him down to the mat, take him down. And he could be that damn dominant and that strong that he, he does maintain top position. He, he remains safe and he beats the, the mess out of Charles Oliveira on the mat. And it's either going to be a TKO or possibly a submission. You know, if Charles rolls over, gives his back up, maybe Islam sinks in a Renee choke. You never know. It's possible. That's what makes this fight so exciting. We got Josh in the room. What's going on, Josh? <clears throat> All right, let me read some of the comments. You guys heard me ramble enough. <clears throat> Will says, I think Alex will win, but it's almost 50-50. <clears throat> okay, so Pereira and Izzy. Oh, going back to Torrance's comment. Steve said, I sound good. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for letting me know, bro. Uh, Torrance says, everyone counting out Izzy already. Don't see why. <clears throat> well, you know, people are going off of the two losses in kickboxing. Um, one was decision, or if I'm not mistaken, the other one was a knockout. Izzy definitely got, he got caught. 
he got caught in a second uh, kickboxing bout because I saw that. <laughs> and I was curious because is Adesanya was saying for the people talking smack, he was like, go watch the fight. Go, go watch the kickboxing match and basically tell me I wasn't whooping on him or getting the better of that. And I saw it and... Yeah, Izzy was doing really well. I felt like, um, I don't know what the stats are, but I felt like he was winning that up until he got KO'd. So that's what people are going by. They're going by the kickboxing bouts, but, you know, MMA's not kickboxing. Um, There's a lot I play in mixed martial arts. It's going to be a completely different fight, different type of fight. But to Pereira's credit, he's like one of the few <clears throat> One of the few dudes who could literally stand toe to toe with Adesanya and match him skill for skill and strike for strike. That's what makes this fight freaking insane. And he's he's tall. He's he's lengthy, just like Adesanya. <clears throat> They're so evenly matched. Izzy's gonna have him in the experience in MMA for sure, for sure. Um, Pereira's working with um, Glover Teixeira. He's been working with him for years now. Sharpening up his ground game. <clears throat> I think Pereira is difficult to take down. I think he's stronger than Adesanya. <clears throat> Who do I think is going to win ultimately? I mean, I did a breakdown for it. If you guys want to check it out, you can. Of course, my opinions change. Sometimes uh, people get on me for that. They're like, oh, you didn't say that in your breakdown or you're changing your mind. It's like, yeah, sometimes you change your mind. You you rethink things or, <clears throat> you know, that's just, that's just being human. But... I'm sticking with my pick. I'm gonna go Adesanya via decision, but I think it it could go either way. And I don't I don't remember what the ratio I picked in the breakdown, but I'm gonna say it's close. I'm gonna say 60-40 Izzy. We'll see. We'll see. MP says Alex has a better chance of beating Izzy than Whitaker. I, I think so. I think so. But the thing with Whitaker, uh, MP, he's definitely definitely a more well-rounded fighter than Alex. Um. If Whitaker fights intelligently, he could win that fight. But it's it's one of those things, man. Like, <clears throat> you know, styles make fights. Um, the the someone's like dimensions, their size. These are all factors, you know. <clears throat> and something it's Pereira. There's something about him. Like, I'm not gonna say outright that he's Izzy's kryptonite, but just his total makeup from his build, his skills. He's a problem for Izzy. Let me see. Torrent says, I'm loving I'm loving it here in Texas. Awesome, Torrent. Awesome. Bro, I've never visited Texas. I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. Um, I personally love freedoms. So if, if if any state that allows you to live your life and leaves you alone, I'm I'm so down with that. So I'm glad, man. I'm glad, uh, Torn. Enjoy, enjoy, bro. Uh, Torn says Charles is gonna beat the the ish out of Islam. <laughs> Torn says if it stays standing, Charles will have the advantage. <clears throat> Steve says, I think in the Islam versus Oliveira fight, it won't be close. I think one of them will dominate the other, and it won't be close. I personally think Oliveira's got it. That's an interesting take, Steve. You know what? You you might be right, man. You might be right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna remember that, man, and give you props. If the fight plays out just like that, gonna have to come back on here and be like, Steve, you nailed it, man. You nailed it. Will says I favor Charles on the feet. He's better. I think if Islam switches levels, Charles will catch his neck and get him out of there with the guillotine. <clears throat> Check this out, though, guys. Remember when Poirier had um, Habib in a guillotine choke? Now, um, Islam's game and Habib's game, pretty comparable, you know, even in skills, skill wise. If that was like Charles Oliveira is finishing a guillotine. If he gets a hold of your neck, you're done. You're done. So that might be accurate, man. That's the takedown killer right there. Uh, Guillotine chokes. So here's a fun fact. Guillotine chokes are the go-to for strikers, for guys just learning the ground game and wrestling. Um, it's it's like a natural thing with them is one of the first submissions they learn, especially for a striker, because when a guy shoots in on a double leg, um, the guillotine's right there. 
So that's a go-to for strikers, more pure strikers that are learning grappling in, in MMA and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the, the takedown killers, um, you have, um, anaconda chokes, you got darsh chokes and you got guillotine chokes. Those are the wrestler killers right there. <coughs> Torrin says, Charles is too smart to get submitted by Islam. I agree with you, Torrin, um, when he's fresh and not hurt. But when you're getting your brains battered, bro. Sorry, there's a bike, uh, a chopper outside. One sec, one sec. But when you're getting your brains battered, bro, like you're not thinking straight. And you could definitely get caught. Um <clears throat> Who was the, um, damn, there was like this high level submission guy that got tapped out. I think it was like fairly recent. Um, it was a recent, but I'm trying to think it was a high level black belt that got tapped out. I can't think, but I know in like mixed martial arts, it definitely can happen. <coughs> Cause they say, you know, it's like a saying is like, uh, punch a black belt in the face. They become a brown belt, punch them again. They become a purple belt. <laughs> And so forth. <coughs> Steve says, Islam is great even though he hasn't fought a top contender. His striking is a lot better than people give him credit. 100% agree with you, Steve. However, Oliver's pressure and him constantly coming forward would be a problem. Yeah, Oliver is incredible to me. I think the guy's like such an inspiration because if you look at his career, if you go back... um, if you look on his record to like his previous fights, he was um on a he was on a bad losing skid. And um it looked bad for him, you know? We're talking like big skids, like really bad. And and I remember the comments and admittedly myself, admittedly myself, I remember thinking like he kinda was done. Like he's gonna be like a gatekeeper. He's one of those entertaining fighters, but he's never gonna be like super elite or be a champ. <clears throat> I admit that with myself. And I remember, I remember seeing comments, you know, just like so much doubt in him is like done. And what he did this like re reinventing himself and this newfound, <clears throat> this newfound durability and self-belief is, it's incredible. He attributes, attributes it to God, his belief in God. He has a faith and a higher power to each their own, whether you believe or don't, that's totally cool either way. But he, he draws his durability from faith it's pretty cool it's pretty cool <clears throat> and apparently he fights damn near blind <laughs> like i saw some interview where he was saying that he sees like double in there that's incredible and i believe him because if you see how thick his glasses are and he's always like squinting torrent says um are people really going by a kickboxing fight whole different sport yeah man yeah totally I mean, it's like a gauge, right, Torrin? It's kind of like a gauge, right? Because <clears throat> even if somebody beats you in, in another sport, it's still fighting as combat with striking. And um, I would think that Pereira might have like this kind of mental little edge over Adesanya. Maybe. We'll see. <clears throat> but completely different sport. It's only like a gauge, you know? You can't really say, oh, well, you beat him in kickboxing twice. He's He's... For sure, gonna beat him in MMA. That that's definitely not the case. <clears throat> Torrance says Izzy's gonna pass that test with flying colors against Alex. <clears throat> uh, Torrance says I think I think Kevin Lee would have beaten Islam. That's interesting. That's an interesting uh, take. You know, Kevin Lee, man. To say disappointment, <clears throat> we got Cayman in the room. What's up, Cayman? Glad you glad you can make it, man. Kevin Lee. You know, to say he's a disappointment, I guess, is kind of messed up. <laughs> but you can't deny, I mean, to me anyway, the guy's like a physical specimen. And I think he, he had so much potential. I don't know what happened. I mean, I know he's had like leg injuries. He blew out his ACL. I don't know how many times. So maybe that's what changed them. I definitely think it's a fight IQ thing. And I think it's a confidence thing. But um, Kevin Lee... He had a lot of potential. He definitely had a lot of potential. <clears throat> Torrance says, can you break down Tony Ferg and Dan Hooker because that fight could potentially happen? Oh, yeah, totally, Torrin. That's on the list, man. Um, I'll give my uh, honest opinions, whether I'm right or wrong. And uh, I would love to do that video, man. I would love to. That That's on the list. That one's coming. 
Casual says something, Vieira, the black belt. I can't remember the first name. Yeah, man. There's been a few instances where it's like, holy shit, like a high level black belt got tapped out. There was a big name. I can't, I can't think though. <clears throat> It'll come to me later. Maybe I'll just, um, uh, post it in the community section. There's been a few instances of high level black belts getting tapped. Casual says, wasn't that guy Rodolfo Vieira, high level black uh, belt guy, high level black black belt uh, guy who, who got submitted, or you might be talking about someone else. <coughs> it might be him, and it's it's a few people, man. It's a few people. It was like like shock whole shit moments. Um, Steve says one thing with the Pereira fight is Izzy might come out timid. We saw in their first fight. He tried to come out calculated and got beat. Then he come out swinging and got KO'd. <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, Steve says that could be a game changer for the fight if he's afraid to get KO'd. Yeah, it is different sport, but the mentality can mess you up. But yeah, man. See, I didn't even get to your comment yet, Steve. <clears throat> Same page, man. Le- like getting knocked out. Like I never been knocked out before. I've 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 gotten beat up in sparring. <laughs> like I've gotten my ass kicked in sparring. I've gotten dominated in grappling. Um, it happens. I mean, <clears throat> you can't beat everybody. You have to understand that there's people better than you, period. Um, there's instances where maybe you could become the best in the world, but it takes a lot of hard work. You have to have a lot of natural talent. Um, most likely in life, somebody's going to be better than you at something that you think you're really good at. <clears throat> and um you know, when you, when you get dominated and you lose in something and you try your best, it freaking sucks. It freaking sucks. And it makes you not even want to take that challenge again, you know, because you don't want to get embarrassed. You don't, you don't want to, and it's not even what other people think. It's like an internal thing. Like you don't want to face reality. You know what I mean? It's like an internal reality. Like this is the thing I think with like most men, you know, we think what we think of each other. But we 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 don't really want to test that those theories of how tough we are because we may get the answer and we we may, we might not like the answer. <laughs> um, but yeah, coming back from like a, a a bad knockout like that, you you question a lot of things. Whether you could take a shot like that again, I mean, but we've seen Izzy take um big big bombs in MMA. You know that Kevin Gastelum fight was nuts. <coughs> He took a shot from Yoel Romero early on in that fight. A lot of fights, a lot of fights. But the thing is, like with Pereira, how's he going to feel about fighting Pereira? You know, he shut his lights out. So it could it could be a thing. Remember Rocky Three when uh, Stallone was in, was uh, afraid of a uh, clubber laying Mister T, and he was haunted by it, and he had to face his demons and and you know take that fight again. So we'll see. But some guys are some guys are crazy, man. Some dudes got like a screw loose and they're not really affected by losses. They're not affected by getting their asses kicked. Um, they're not affected by getting knocked out. Like look at guys like Cowboy Cerrone. There's dudes out there like that. You know, to Connor's credit, I don't think Connor really gives a crap about getting knocked out. I just think I just think he keeps it moving. I think he's a real fighter. And um I think he's so delusionally confident in himself. That is, he doesn't even think about stuff like that. Connor, I think, is one of those types. <clears throat> Steve says, Kevin Lee is the best fighter with so much potential, but has terrible fight IQ. Okay, so you're going with the fight, I, fight IQ, Steve. Um, That might be it, man. That might be it. He just may be a dumb fighter. Kamen says, I think people underrate physical strength in MMA. I remember the narrative was that if Glover takes Jiri down, it was over. But Jiri just shucked Glover off multiple times. And Jerry's not as credentialed on the ground as Glover for sure, but he, but he looked a lot stronger. Yeah, I mean, um, Jerry's um, ground technique is is improving. He's getting a lot better. So like some of that was technique, but um, I hear what you're saying, Cayman. <clears throat> Physical strength and power, uh, factors, man, factors. Um, on one hand, I hate the saying when people say. There's weight classes for a reason. Yes, there's weight classes for a reason. When when you're talking sport, when you want to make it as fair as possible, but that doesn't mean that it's the end all. I've seen smaller guys beat bigger guys. Um, 
me being more skilled than people, I've gotten the better of people in grappling, tapped plenty of bigger people out, got the better of people in sparring only because I was better. Um, so skill and technique, they're factors as well. And sometimes one can overpower the other. Sometimes you could be so big and strong that, you know, um, you could kind of power through stuff. You could dominate somebody just based on sheer size. So let's say like Mighty Mouse versus Brock Lesnar, you know, maybe that's not a good example because Brock Lesnar has skill, but let's say Mighty Mouse versus like one of those strong men, probably not going to go well for Mighty Mouse, even though he's like infinitely more skilled. Now, maybe he can land a heel hook or something, but it's, it's going to be very difficult. Those guys are so damn powerful. You're not gonna land like a like a power uh, type submission. You're not gonna get an arm bar for bigger dudes like that. You got to get like chokes, <clears throat> but it would be extremely difficult. Now, if you take Halfdor Bjornsson, the Mountain, and you have him fight against GSP, I got GSP all day. That's just me because now you know, not that GSP is so much closer in size, but. GSP is a lot stronger and he's in bigger than Mighty Mouse. And once you start closing that gap and you have like a lot of skill and abundance of skill over somebody, then you can win. <coughs> so it's like this like balance, but people that discredit size and strength, you're crazy. <laughs> like, like you're crazy. Like it matters. It definitely matters. Let me see. Um, look, I'm scrolling through the comments, guys. Cayman says another example is Angano just power spawning on Stipe. He used technique, but also has a lot of physical strength. <coughs> For sure, man. I mean, explosiveness and, and uh, strength is uh, their factors. For sure. Armando, we got bigger Armando. What's going on, Armando? Long time no see, man. I hope you're well. Thank you so much for hopping on the live. Hope everybody is having a decent time. And I'm, uh, I don't know if entertaining you guys is the right word, but um, hope is worth the time. So Armando says, I saw Izzy and Alex face off in kickboxing. Alex is actually taller than Izzy. Izzy is actually 6'2", 6'3". I believe that. I think Izzy's like 6'3", and Alex is 6'4", maybe even 6'5". I think you're accurate, Armando. I think Izzy's 6'3", and Alex is 6'5". That's a, that's a tall dude. <clears throat> Armando says, people bring up Alex being 2-0. Bro, that first fight was controversial. Alex got the UD, but a lot a lot of people felt Izzy won. And the second fight, Izzy was dominating. Alex even heard him, almost had him out, but then boom. Yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. I saw it too, and Izzy was, he was kicking ass. <clears throat> Alex has power, mean power. Izzy also has power. That's why I feel like his last two fights are boring. Robert and Cannonier felt Felt Izzy's power and Rob turned into it into a chess match and Jared was timid. <coughs> I don't know how you feel, Armando, but I think um for me, I think Pereira uh has a little more power than Izzy. You know, Adesanya's like he's got power and precision and timing. Um Pereira kind of the same thing though. I just think Pereira Pereira hits harder. I think he's like physically stronger. Steve says, how would you see <clears throat> prime Tony Ferguson versus Kobe <clears throat> 10 rounds in Mexico city battle of pressure and cardio? <clears throat> That's a great fight. Prime versus prime. Um, man, prime Tony, uh, prime Tony was a beast, man. He's still a beast. He's very heavy handed. I think people kind of underestimate Tony's, uh, striking and, and, uh, his KO power. That dude's heavy handed, man. At 170. He's got knockouts on his resume um, at 170, <clears throat> but they're both going to have comparable cardio. Obviously, Kobe has the wrestling. I know uh, Ferguson has a wrestling background, and he always talks it up. And you see like glimpses, glimpses of it in fights, but <clears throat> I don't think Tony's as effective with the wrestling in MMA. Not that he's a, a new, but overhyped is not a good word. Because it sounds kind of disrespectful, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think he he can contest with uh Kobe's wrestling, but the 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 submission grappling definitely Tony, the toughness I think they're about equal. Both of those dudes, Kobe's tough as for as much shit as he gets. That dude is super tough. Um, toughness probably like comparable. Knockout power definitely gonna go with Ferguson. Uh, 
damn, man, I don't know, bro. That That's a crazy fight. Um, I don't think Tony could stop the takedowns, though. So I see the fight hitting the mat. If Kobe wants it to go to the mat, I could see him, you know, controlling Tony, maintaining top position. Tony, I think, will have a hard time getting up off the mat. Um, but as the fight went on and it went into, like, the later rounds... I don't know. I might lean towards, um, and it's just a stylistic thing. I don't necessarily think Colby would finish Ferguson. I think he'll decision him. I might have to lean towards uh, Colby. And I, I love Tony. I love Tony to death. <clears throat> what say you guys? Torrance says, I know a lot of people probably expected Izzy to duck Alex, but he didn't. He accepted with the quickness. <clears throat> I don't know why people would think that. I don't think Adesanya is a ducker. Cayman says, when a strong guy does not know anything, then he could lose. You have to know how to use strength, but I do see that in the highest levels. The champs are really strong, like Volkanovski and Gano. Yeah, Volkanovski, a, he's a little tank. All of them are crazy strong for their weight class. Obviously, they got technique, too. Yeah, that's what makes them even more of a problem, that they have technique with strength. Will says, what is your main criteria in order to be pound for pound the best in the world? And based on that criteria, who would you say at the moment is pound for pound number one right now? <clears throat> oh, overall, Will? Like just men and women just in MMA? <clears throat> Damn, my criteria, Um, I guess performances, like how, they, how they're finishing fights, like how they're winning in fights. You can have a guy like on a five fight win streak. Um, beating top contenders, but he, but if he's winning via decision, it's not a, not as impressive to me as somebody that's finishing like dominating. Um, what else? Beating a variety of opponents, you know, a variety of guys like strikers and grapplers. You know, that's something else I look for. Like what types of guys they're beating. Uh, let me see. Um, what fights they're accepting? If they're actually fighting top contenders. That's another uh, thing I look at. So <clears throat> right now at the moment, I'm trying to think. <clears throat> let me let me think about. Okay, so Usman came to mind, but Usman's having a lot of rematches because he fought Kobe a couple of times. He fought Masvidal. <clears throat> he is dominating these fights, though. <clears throat> Who else is up there? Let me let me let me just uh, actually. I'm gonna pull up the rankings. It might be it might be Volkanovski. Volkanovski's been on a hell of a run. He's been beating people up. Let me see. Bear with me, guys. I want to look at the UFC. <coughs> I want to look at the rankings just to look at all the fighters. We got Tiger in the room. What's up, Tiger? Wow, we got a full... We got a full... Um, well, for me, for this channel, <laughs> a full room. This is awesome. All right, so... Pound for pound, we got Kamaru Usman, we got Davison Figueredo, Aljamain Sterling, these are all champs, Volkanovski, <clears throat> Adesanya, Yuri Prohaska, um, Oliveira. Damn, you know what? I forgot about Oliveira. So right now, like at least for like champs, shit, it's going to be like Usman, Volkanovski, Oliveira. Yeah, that's, that's going to be, those guys are going to be in the running. Um, I might, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's tough. Charles is looking incredible. You know what? You know what? Volkanovski's killing it. I think I'm actually going to go Charles. I think I'm going to go Charles Oliveira right now, pound for pound. What do you guys think? <clears throat> Tiger says, Slam, I feel like Izzy's jab isn't that good. <clears throat> He's got an interesting jab, right? Right, Tiger? Um, Damn, man, I hate to, like, criticize and critique, like, professional fighters, like, at this, um, at a super high level with a background like that, but, um, I think he's got, I mean, he's got an effective jab. I think he kind of, like, baits people with it. That's the thing. He kind of puts his chin out there. And, uh, is, is he orthodox or is he southpaw? But, but the thing is with Izzy, like, he throws, he definitely baits people with the jab. It's like he... I have to like rewatch his fights, but I want to feel like, I feel like he telegraphs it a little bit so people could try to counter his jab and then he counters like with like a freaking looping hook. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, he's effective with it. 
it's not like a traditional uh, singing jab. Like um, Strickland actually has a pretty good jab. Man, he got caught with Pereira though. <laughs> Holloway got a great jab. Steve says, if Oliveira beats Islam, do you see Habib com- coming out to fight Oliveira? It's a possibility. Like, you know, I think Habib just got tired of, of competing and um, he just lost the fire. You know, that's what I think happened. A lot. Some people think that he just ran from like stiffer competition. Uh, I don't know if that's the case. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But it's it's possible because Islam is like a brother to him, is like a little brother. And if especially if uh, Oliveira trounces, um, beats the brakes off of Islam, I definitely could see Habib possibly uh, coming out of retirement. And that would be a huge fight. Going back, I'm scrolling up to some previous comments. Armando says, taking a prime Tony doing is like doing Tony a favor, his elbows from the bottom were nasty, man. Oh, taking him down. Yeah, Tony, prime Tony would stay active. He'll just bust you up. That's like super impressive about Ferguson too. Like he could mess your ass up from the bottom. And I feel like more fighters could take a page out of uh, Tony's book. <clears throat> you don't have to stay on your back and not do damage and hold on. <clears throat> MP says, what if Connor had great cardio and Ferguson um, and Diaz had horrible cardio despite having great chins? If Connor had great cardio, well, I think definitely cardio is one of the weak areas for Connor, but I don't think so much in the striking, I think in the grappling. And I talked about this before. I think the cat's out of the bag with that. That if you make Connor grapple in any capacity, you're going to sap his energy a little bit. Excuse me, guys. But if Con- Connor actually had amazing cardio and conditioning he'll be he'll definitely be more dangerous and then Fergan Diaz having horrible cardio <clears throat> I believe this I don't know if you guys have heard this before I definitely think that this is the case um a little bit from experience um but when you have like really really good cardio and I don't know if there's any science to this um it definitely well I think it affects your chin so if you have great cardio, I think you have great recovery. Maybe maybe there's some science behind it, like with the red blood cells and, um, you know, being able to like uh, recoup like oxygen levels. Soren says, um, we all know who the biggest ducker is. That's Conor McGregor. <clears throat> he avoided, I got to say McNuggets because that's what Ferguson would say. We all know who the biggest ducker is. That's Conor McNuggets. He avoided Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje. I dare anyone to deny that. <clears throat> Tiger says, Connor sleeps Tony. <clears throat> uh, Tiger said, uh, Connor never ducked Tony. He fought Habib, who was a bad matchup for him. And let me see. The casual says, uh, <laughs> I love your name, man. The casual. That profile picture is funny, too. <clears throat> it's classic. Casual says, um, Connor kind of fought. Habib because he had to, in my opinion. <clears throat> Steve says, I remember before UFC 249, before UFC 249, excuse me, Connor said he would be the backup fighter when Tony pulls out. Then when Habib pulled out, he said, I ain't no backup fighter. He didn't want Tony. Mm, interesting. See, I didn't know that. <clears throat> Armando says, Tiger, Izzy's jab used to be good, but now I feel like his hand striking... His his hand striking with his hands has regressed. Like after the Yan Yan fight, all he does now is paw with the jab and right kick. <coughs> and he's looking like he's having a lazy jab. Connor has better boxing in a jab than Izzy. I agree with that. I think Connor has better boxing than Izzy. Tiger says the notion that Connor has weak legs is crazy. Why people didn't have that same energy about Silva when he broke his leg? Nah, he don't he don't have weak legs. You don't have weak legs. That was a that was a freak accident. Um, I forgot who was touching on it. Damn it! But um, this was discussed. They were saying that, and I agree with it. Like Connor was throwing hard low kicks with no setup, and there's like a certain range where you throw like kicks where you're safer. If you go, if you throw like way lower at the ankle, you could throw kind of um higher on the thigh. Um, but you got you have to like. You got to set it up, man. You got to hide those kicks. You can't just throw naked uh, low kicks to people's legs because if they check them properly, 
you know, there's like a region like underneath your kneecap. It's a super hard area of uh, your shin bone. And <clears throat> this is how I was taught to check kicks. Um, so if somebody's throwing, let's say, an outside le- uh, low kick, let's say, you're, let's say you're orthodox and that lead leg, the left leg is up front. You lift your leg up, you turn it out, and you point your foot down. You point your toes down to the mat. And you try to line up where they're kicking with like underneath your kneecap, like right where your your shin connects with your your knee area. That part is like crazy hard and you wind up actually hurting the person that's kicking you. And um, it kind of discourages them from throwing more kicks. It, It, you know, it works. But, you know, you the person kicking wrists snapping their leg. It doesn't happen. It's not like super common statistically but it could happen that's why some guys they flat out would not throw kicks like in that that thigh region or anywhere near somebody's knee just to play it safe they're gonna throw it low like towards the ankle or the lower calf because it's like way safer (coughs) and i can't i can't blame them it's uh it's horrific you don't want to snap your leg like that that crap's a nightmare I remember when I was training, when I had, when I had the ideas of like competing in MMA and I don't know if I signed up for a fight. Yeah, I think I did. I, I signed up for one. It didn't pan out, but like years ago. So I kept, I kept training, you know, like as a passion and stuff like that in the gym. And then I felt confident. I was like, you know what? I was asked if I want to compete. I said, sure, let's do it. And I remember like, um, during that time, um, um, freaking, um, Damn it, Silva, Anderson Silva uh, snapped his leg in half. And uh, when I saw that, I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. It's like, this is a sport that I'm involved in. This is this is what I'm getting into. Um, this could happen. And I'm not going to say it shook me up, but I'd be lying to say that I, I didn't think about it. <clears throat> but I remember like my mentality. I was like, screw it, you know, we all got to die anyway. Um, our days are numbered. I just put my mind in a certain place and I just didn't think about it. Um, at that point in time in my life, not to get too deep, I was a lot more reckless. I didn't care about my body as much. Um, <laughs> didn't care about myself to some level and, um, not to get too deep again, but you know, different headspace, different mentality. Like my mind's not even like there, there anymore like that. So I want to take care of my body. I think everybody should. I wouldn't subject myself to stuff like that. I've been, I've been thinking about going to this local uh, Muay Thai gym, uh, but just to hit pads and sharpen up because I never trained like straight Muay Thai. I just learned Muay Thai techniques and like the scope of like MMA training, same thing with boxing, same thing with grappling. So kind of like my, um, not my, my passion or my dream, but I got some personal goals. I would like to get into BJJ, strict BJJ, earn my black belt. That would be super cool. I just got to pull the trigger and and get started with that because I'm starting from like such a strong base. I've grappled for years. You know, I would say I'm a pretty good grappler, not to toot my own horn, but I'm being honest. I think I am. Um, so yeah, I'd be starting from a great base and, you know, um, Take a Muay Thai would be fun, but I don't, I don't want to compete. I don't think so. And I really don't want to get punched in the head. It's more to like get in shape and sharpen up. But anyway, continuing. I forgot where I was at or how I got, in, got into that. Going back to the comments. All right. Latest comment. Tiger says, if Tony doesn't get a win and gets slept by Connor, does it affect Tony's legacy? <clears throat> I think to like the casual fans, maybe. Uh, Tiger, to be honest with you. The same way people crap on BJ Penn, you know, some of these newer fans, they say BJ Penn's garbage, he's no good, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, some of these people I think are a little bit younger and they didn't see these guys compete in their prime. Or they, they just don't, don't do their research on their older fights. So I think the more savvy fans, like pretty much everybody here, it we're, you know, we're going to respect Tony regardless. Like we're going to view it as like Tony got older, closer to 40. He's been in a lot of wars and there's no reflection on that crazy run he had. Like, I think Tony's one of the best mixed martial artists to ever compete in his prime. I'm not saying he's a goat, but he's not average. Like he's one of the best guys to do it. And he's one of the greatest lightweights to compete. 
without a doubt to me. Let me see. Uh, Tiger says, Habib, raw, raw, raw dogs, Tony. Did you see what Lee did to him? Uh, Will says, stylistically, I don't think there's anyone in the history of the lightweight division that beats Prime Tony, even uh, Prime Habib. Um, Tiger says, <clears throat> Slam, will you fight Ariel Hawani? If so, who wins? I like Ariel Hawani. Uh, Ariel is... He's not going to be stronger than me. That's for damn sure. He's not an athlete. Um, I will bet my life on that. He's bigger than me. Tub. Ariel's like six foot three or some shit like that. Um, it's funny. I actually shrunk. I measure. I used to be five nine on a dot, and I'm getting older. I shrunk. I'm like five eight and a half. Like with no sneakers. That sucks. But uh, <laughs> it is what it is. And um, yeah, dude, uh, I would beat Ariel's ass. Like, like. Bet the house, everything. I will bet my channel that I will whoop Ariel Hawani's ass. Schmo's a better fight. Schmo's a better fight because Schmo looks like he's getting strong. He's like lifting weights. You know, physically he may be uh, somewhat formidable because he's he's trying to get like brolic. And uh, but I don't know what Schmo's skills are, but Schmo will be better. <clears throat> Ariel, no, Ariel's Ariel's nothing. I like Ariel. I like Ariel. <clears throat> Dude, for like a good cause, like if 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 the channel blows up and and um you know um if people want to see it for like charity because like Schmo called out Ariel for like a grappling match, I would do that all day. I would do that all day. If if Schmo, I mean I'm not on Schmo's radar, but if Schmo called me out for a grappling match all day, all day, instantly, hell yes. What do I have to lose? That'll be freaking fun as hell. <coughs> Uh, let me see what else we got here. Tiger says, I'll bet the house you will sleep, Ariel. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Look, guys, I'm not a bullshit artist. I'll tell you the truth. If you guys ask me if I could beat Jake Paul in boxing, I'm like, no. Jake Paul would... I He probably would knock me out, to be honest with you. To, to, to be honest with you. Jake Paul, he's he trains boxing specifically. He's bigger than me. But that's boxing. That's not like a fight fight. I feel more confident if it was like a fight, like an MMA fight, because I can use other skills that I have, you know, but um, I keep it real, man. I keep it real. Ariel? No, nah, man. Ariel, Ariel is not tough at all. He's not a fighter. He don't have no grit to him. Um, I, Like, I know what I'm made of. I've, I've, I've been through some shit. Um, <laughs> I've been through some pain uh, for years. And, uh, yeah, that wouldn't even be a match. Bet the house. Bet the house. Let me see. Uh, Torrance says, uh, if Connor beats Ferguson now, I won't give him no credit for that because he fought uh, out of his prime. <clears throat> Steve says, Oliveira. <laughs> Tiger says, soy milk. S Steve says, Ariel on that soy milk. Man's built like a twig. <clears throat> yeah, he, um, yeah, he's just not. He doesn't look physically imposing at all. Like, at all. Uh, Goat says, in my opinion, weight does matter in a fight. I have uh, one year wrestling, and it was a decent wrestler. And I wrestled my friend who has 25 pounds on me, who has no experience. And I tried using my skills, but was... Uh, and I tried using my skills, but was just too strong. He's got he's got uh, 25 pounds on you? <clears throat> yeah, it, it matters, dude. But, um... He ha I mean... Is your friend like sandbagging you? Because if if a if a bigger dude has no wrestling, they're not stopping a takedown. Like they just don't have the coordination. They don't they don't have the body mechanics. They're 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 not. They don't even know what to do. How to stop a single or double leg? I mean, you got trips. Um, you got throws. There's so many ways to take somebody down. And um, that's interesting, man. I believe you. You're a decent wrestler. I believe you. But I think your friend. He may be sandbagging you. He has to have some kind of skill. <clears throat> Unless if he's a brute, he may be like a super brute and just maybe like a freak athlete. And if a dude is like a really freak athlete, um, you know, that 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 counts, man. That counts. <clears throat> They're just a pain overall. Uh, let me see. YG, what's up, YG? Dustin versus Chandler. Who you got slam and how? Dustin versus Chandler. Uh, I think I did a breakdown for it. To, to keep it short and sweet, I got I got Dustin Poirier because I don't think 
Michael Chandler's necessarily anything that Dustin hasn't seen before. And Chandler's fought a lot of different types of people too. But so like quick breakdown on that fight. Um, stand up technical wise, I'm going to give it to Dustin Poirier. I think they have comparable power, but I'm going to give the power for sure to Michael Chandler, the raw horsepower punching wise (coughs) strength. I'm going to give it to Chandler, even though I don't think Dustin's weak. Um, I think Chandler could get him down. I don't think it would be super easy. It'd be a little tricky, but um, I think Chandler could get him down. Submission grappling, definitely Poirier, but Chandler is savvy. He's savvy on the ground. Uh, I'm going to go with Poirier. I think I think Poirier can stop Chandler. I think he can get it done. You know, he's fought like those um, single shot power strikers like Justin Gaethje. A lot of people thought Gaethje was going to run through uh, uh, Poirier and knock him out. And um, yeah. <clears throat> Steve says, nah, if you have no coordination, I'm going to take it down. I'm 6'1", 240. Damn, Steve, you big, big dude. Um, and I wrestled this giant 6'5", 300-pound giant, and I was able to take him down no problem. You got to use angles on the big guys. 100%, Steve, 100%. <clears throat> I will never bullshit you guys. I'm not Superman myself. But in training, guys that uh, don't have any kind of wrestling, they're easy to take down, even if you're big. Like, they don't have balance. They don't have the mechanics. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just how it is. Goat says I'm... Um, 140, he's 165, 170. I mean, that that's, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a considerable difference. And it depends also like on your physical build. Like, are you a, like kind of a muscular 140? Are you, do you consider yourself strong? Is he like a muscular 165, 170 ish? Kamen says, I feel like 300 pounds is too big, <laughs> too big, like uncoordinated big. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. <clears throat> Tiger says, if your striking size doesn't matter, technique, timing, and speed, skill is all what matters. That's why I think Connor has a chance against Masvidal. <clears throat> uh, Ghost says, no muscle, by the way, just a decent wrestler against people my size, skinny, tall. Oh, you're kind of slender, Goat, like tall? You could still be strong, though. Uh, Kamen says, I think Ngano was 285, according to DC. Um, damn, D- uh, Ngano's huge. Have you guys seen Ngano and, um, what's this guy's name? Damn it, damn it. Um, the Bronze Bomber. Uh, how can I not think of this man's name right now? Jesus. Deontay Wilder. There was, there's a video of, uh, Ngano and Deontay Wilder. Like, damn, Ngano's big. That dude's so thick. He's so damn big. He's scary. Kamen says, I think strength does play more of a factor in wrestling than striking, mainly because strength is all about grabbing something. Striking is more about power. Um, (laughs) Tiger says, Masvidal hasn't won a fight in four years. (laughs) Laugh all out. Uh, This guy, Landon Tangwell, he is an offensive lineman for Penn State now. Man's man is built different. Let me look this dude up. He's a beast like that, Steve. Some people are just animals. Goat says like 5'10", 140, 18 years old, teenage built, and he's 165, 170, 19 years old, kind of built like Usman. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what, Goat, I guess in that case, you know, I guess in that case, um, I'm not, I'm not like knocking you at all, but like I know a certain level of wrestling and grappling would overcome somebody who can't really wrestle and grapple and is like comparable size for sure. You know, that's bigger than you. Um, at least from my experience and, 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 and my knowledge, you know, if I'm being, you know, just being truthful with, with how I see it and what I know it's, that's interesting, man. I don't know. <clears throat> so I'm looking up, uh, Landon Tingwell right now. Let me see. <clears throat> He looks strong. He looks like a brute. This dude looks like a... He looks like a brute for sure. <laughs> uh, let me see what we got here. Kamen says, Usman's body is a pharmacy. <laughs> Tiger says, Slam, do you agree that Connor versus Masvidal will be competitive in his 50-50? I agree with you. I agree with you, man. Uh, I talked about it before. I think I did a breakdown for like years ago. And... um. 
I don't think, I mean, Masvidal is bigger than him frame-wise, but I don't think it's like this massive size difference. Like, Connor to me, is like more defined, more muscular than Jorge. <clears throat> the power is going to be comparable. Uh, clean. <sighs> clean. I don't know if that's the right word. Fluid boxing, I'm going to go with Connor. Um, trickiness, they're both kind of tricky. Connor throws some funky stuff. He got some nice setups, but Masvidal is very, very crafty. They both strike differently, though. It's, like, interesting. Masvidal throws, like, looping shots, like, looping hooks. He throws, like, overhands, like, with just weird angles, just getting through your guard. Um, chin, chin up in the air, back straight. It's a, it's a very interesting way he strikes. And he has, like, this stutter step thing where he kind of, like, charges you. He got Darren Till with it. I got to um, look at the sequence, but I think he fainted like a kick or something and did like a stutter step and um, called Darren Till. But and then if you compare Connor, Connor has this weird like boxing karate style. It's interesting. He got like a wide stance. He he um, throws like this weird. He like slips punches and throws like like these like lead hand uppercuts and then he throws the left straight you see him do it in fights it's 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 kind of like a risky move he was trying it with Poirier I think he landed it on Poirier but Poirier also countered countered him I think that's one of the instances where he got stunned um it was the last fight but yeah they're both tricky I think um precision I'm gonna go with Connor it it's yeah it's a 50 50 fight I think if Jorge wants to take Connor down, I think he has better wrestling than Connor. But I don't think it'll be easy. I don't think Connor is easy to take down per se. I think it's gonna be like a, a crapshoot of like who lands first, to be honest with you. Like a chess match on the feet. I can't even I can't even like pick a winner. I just think it's like flat flat out fifty fifty. Tiger says Master Doll is just a bloated lightweight at one seventy. Goat says, I've done Taekwondo like five years as a kid. Do you think Taekwondo is a decent fighting style? <clears throat> I think Taekwondo, I mean, I've never taken Taekwondo, but from what I understand and know about it, I kind of dabbled like trying to learn Taekwondo kicks, uh, hook kicks. Um, yeah, I I, um, I dabbled a little bit trying to to pick up Taekwondo techniques and kicks, and I think for kicking dexterity is excellent. Like if you have like a Taekwondo base, you're going to be flexible. You're going to have great dexterity with your kicks. There's guys that have Taekwondo backgrounds. I want to say Zabit and I want to say Yarir. Yarir. I said that weird. Yarir Rodriguez. I, I want to say those guys have Taekwondo backgrounds and it suits them very well because they adapted it to MMA and like incorporated other skills. So it's better than nothing, dude. If you got Taekwondo, you will kick the shit out of people. <clears throat> Let me see. Cayman says, is it annoying seeing head and arm takedowns happen so much in MMA, in women's MMA? Mm, when they just kind of like rip chicks to the ground, like when not, not a lot of technique just brute them down because they don't get their hips out. You know, they don't back their hips out. <clears throat> Steve says, who has a stylistic uh, easier fight against Volkanovski, Oliver or Islam? Mm. Damn, that's interesting. Um, Oliver or Islam? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Hmm. Initially, when you mentioned those two names, I initially was thinking like Islam. Hmm. Well, I mean, I think though, I think that they both would beat. Volkanovski, I think, I think, ultimately, I think, uh, I think Volkanovski would have a tougher time with Oliveira for some reason, because of the submission grappling and the striking, um, Islam, I think that's an easier fight, not this, not to say that he will win, but I think it's an easier fight for Volkanovski because Islam is more grappling based to me. And Volkanovski is such a little tank and he's he's very he's very strong for his size. And I think he's a pretty he's a competent grappler. Hmm. Maybe Oliveira is a tougher fight. I think Ol I, I think Oliveira will smoke Volkanovski. That's just me though. 
All right, guys. Um, it's been, let me see, definitely uh, a little bit over an hour. I'm going to call it, guys. It's like uh, 2.06 in the morning where I'm at. I got to wake up early, got stuff to do. So, um, hey, guys, thank you so much. I thought it was a pretty full live session at a late time. So I appreciate you guys so much for joining and chatting it up, chatting it up with me. I hope I kept it entertaining and fun. Um, <laughs> you guys hearing me ramble. It's, it's very humbling, but, uh, I will catch you guys on the next live. You guys have a nice night or day wherever you're at. And uh, until next time, guys. All right. Take care.